0: Of Lekotet Torah, Sefer VaYikra, a maimor about uh, Shvi'at Pesach, and it begins in the uh, last column, the fourth column of uh, Daf tesayin Although we're learning Daf Yudayin today, uh, so the pasuk says, lift mm-hmm. if Anar, his hand over the river with the strength of his wind, and he shall beat it into seven streams. This is talking about when Mashiach comes, that there'll be the uh, splitting of the river. So when uh or Pesach, when the Jewish people were uh, liberated from Egypt and the Egyptians were chasing them, then there was the splitting of the sea. So what's the difference between sea and river? With Mashiach, will be the splitting of the river. So the sea represents Malchus, uh, which is uh, the uh, last of the 10 sph- spheres, And uh, Malchus is represented by speech because Malchus has nothing new of its own. It's just revealing what's it, what was already there to an other. And that's like speech, which it reveals ideas that were already inside your mind and heart, but now they can be expressed to other and it just makes it separate and independent. And uh, so this is like Hashem's word, uh, with which uh, all uh, creation is energised. Hashem says, Yehi, oh, er, let there be light. So that is uh, the light is uh, chachma, uh the sphere of uh, Chachma, of, of uh, wisdom, and then going through each of the uh, ten uh, utterances with which Hashem created the world, they all represent a different sphere, but they're not the sphere itself. They're the sphere as it is expressed and, re- and uh, manifest through Malchus, uh, because speech, it covers over them. And it's like, let's say, if you have an idea, so when you share that idea via speech, you lose some of the richness of the idea. And uh, the words themselves uh, are nothing. It's only, it's only if you uh, understand the meaning behind them and then, then they become important. Uh, Because you could have a child who understands each uh, word and he can pronounce each word, but he doesn't understand the idea you're saying when you put together a whole lot of words. Only someone who already has some sort of uh, intellectual capacity from before. So then when you say you share an idea through words, then he'll understand. But the words themselves are actually a concealment of the idea and a limitation of the idea. So, uh, therefore, the the world of Atzilus is uh, the Hashem's is the ten spheres, uh, which each one represents a certain light and, and godly energy. But when they are brought down into the lower worlds through via Malchus into the worlds of Briah, Briah, so then it's like uh, the sp- words given over to a child who doesn't understand the content behind them. Uh, with the content concealed, or and it's also like hair, which uh, has energy from the body, but it's only a limited energy, and if it's uh, not so alive. You can cut it, it doesn't hurt. So, now the um, Malchus is also called the sea, which is uh, Malchus uh, produces uh, Alma Discacia, the hidden world, it's beyond us, and therefore, it's uh, hidden. Um, but also it's, it, 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 it's uh, hidden because Malchus doesn't let the full light through and down to us. Another uh, point about why um, speech is called um, concealment, besides what we said with our main focus so far, which is that the words themselves don't have content, The words are concealment. It's only someone who already uh, understands from before will get the content from the words. But besides that, they also limit the quality of the idea that that you only understand, bring out through the words, the external of the idea or the external of the feeling. You don't get the full depth of it from the words. So now the splitting of the sea was a time when what was previously sea, malchus, is suddenly revealed. It becomes dry land. It becomes open. Uh, meaning that the words don't cover the uh, energy and the idea, the feeling behind them. So uh, in terms of the uh, word, the four worlds that Kabbalah discusses, so that, that would mean that uh, the world of Bria is not uh, separated from Attilus without letting the full light in, but instead it, the, the the screen between them is uh, broken open and, and the light of Attilus can come in. Now, the sea split into 12 uh, parts for the 12 tribes. In general, the world of Bria is connected to the number 12. The 12 tribes were souls of the world of of Bria. And similarly, the angels, which uh, also predominantly uh, come from the world of Bria, they are also connected to 12. The 12 uh, golden bulls that Shlomo made in the base of Migdosh with the pool of water on top. So that, that that 12 also represents the different angels, and the pool on top represents is uh, Malchus, uh, which uh, then leads to the world of Bria. Now, although in general the angels are divided into four groups with Michal, Gabriel, Rafal, and Uriel as the uh, leading angels of each of the four groups, and those four groups of angels are represented by the four rivers. It says that there was a river coming out of Aden, which um, fed the garden, the gun Aden, and then it separated into four. That's true. But each of the four divides into three. And uh, just like we have four rivers, we also have the uh, Israelites, the Jewish people in the desert, are divided into four um, general flags, the four sides, north, south, east, west but each one is divided into three. We see this as well with our um, hands and uh, feet that there's, we have uh, two hands, two feet, but each one is divided into three parts, the upper arm, the lower arm, and the hands, and the same thing with the feet. So, therefore, Kriyas Yamsa, which is bringing together the world of Bria with the high world of Atsilos, so it connects the 12 tribes which is the main 12 is in the world of Bria with the source of them in the 12 um um uh, sort of uh, boundaries of Attila's when you have a cube you have 12 um the boundary lines and uh that is the this that is because spiritually there's also this idea of 12 being the 12 boundary lines in the world of Atzilos, which then just uh, evolves into the 12 tribes and the 12 uh, camps of angels and, and of the Jewish people in, in Bria, that then eventually evolves into the um into uh, the physical world as well. Okay, base. So now, Kriya's Yamsuf, so the splitting of the sea is about the sea, which is rep- which represents speech, will no longer conceal the content behind it. Where and that's the the first splitting when we left left Egypt. But then, when messiah comes, there'll be another splitting, splitting of the river. Now, the splitting of the sea was necessary in order to afterwards have the giving of the Torah the, and the receiving of the Torah. Like we, uh, we uh, the Medrash explains the Pasukah Harem Raktul, that the mountains danced, which we quoted in the previous uh, Miami yesterday, that it refers to that they danced. Uh, this refers to Matan Tera, the giving of the tarah. Uh, Because through observing the mitzvahs, so that brings down revelation of Hashem into the lower worlds of Be'arh, just as Hashem is one in the world of Acilus, in the sense that all there is is godliness, as so too that's revealed in the lower worlds as well, which normally are separate, have a sense of self and a separate um, uh, individuality and, and identity. Uh, but through mitzvahs we reveal the oneness, that really everything is Hashem. So... In order to do that, before the giving of the Torah, where we were given these mitzvahs, they had to first be Kriyas Yamsuf, which broke through the curtain and showed how everything is one. And then they were able to receive the Torah and be instructed on the mitzvahs. Now, that is the first stage. Nowadays, we can do the mitzvahs, but then last with Mashiach, so then there'll be a new uh, whole um, mission. And th- that will be uh, about revealing the Pneumia Satara, the inner part of the Torah. And uh, therefore, it says about Mashiach that he will rise beyond uh, anyone else, even greater than Avram and Yitzhak, and even greater than Adam, uh, and uh, Moshe, uh, now in Sefer Gilgulam, it explains that this posh in Abdi, uh, where we learn out that Mashiach will be greater than everyone, so when it, when it implies w- w- in the word Mo'od that is even greater than Adam, we only mean Adam bef- after the sin, not before the sin, but still, Mashiach will be the greatest. Now, how does that work? Uh, seemingly the the Moshe and all the tzaddikim, they knew the the Torah at such a high level. How can Moshech be teaching them? The answer is that, yes, they knew the whole Torah in terms of the revealed Torah, and yes, they had a lot of understanding also of the inner part of Torah, but the inner part of Torah Moshech could still teach them. Um, because And and this is also how Moshech could teach many people at once, because the learning, once Mashiach comes, will not be about information. It won't be like... Hearing it will be seeing, and uh, through uh, seeing you can understand a lot more in a short amount of time than through hearing. And because the inner part of Tara is uh, so unlimited, therefore Mashiach can still teach even the greatest of tzaddikim, uh about the uh, about Satora, the inner part of Tara. Now, first, the, for the Torah nowadays, they have to be Kriyas Yamsav. And uh, for Mashiach, we we'll have to have the splitting of the river. The river we're talking about is Nahar Pras, the Euphrates, which is the f- fourth of the rivers which come out of the river that, that, uh, that comes out of Aden. And in the Bekher- Mora it says that the Euphrates is the original river that comes out of Aden. Now, spiritually, Aden refers to Chachma, and the river that comes out of Chachma is Bina. Bina is where we develop the original idea, the, the creative idea of Chachma, and, and Bina is represented by thought. And the reason Bina is called a river is because just like a river that's flowing constantly, so-tooth so thought is always flowing and uh, we use this word, uh, vinaru, uh, Vinari love "kol Goyim, that all the nations will flow to the base of Migdash. So, nah is where, where it's flowing constantly. And that's the idea of "bina." On the other hand, the uh, sea is still. The sea is held in one place and, and, it, and the water is more, it stays still, more or less. So, uh, the sea represents speech whereas, uh, whereas uh, the river represents binan and thought, understanding and thought. So now the uh, thought also has words and letters just like speech does, but still they're more refined and they're closer to the idea itself you know, because they haven't come out as far and become as separate. Uh, but still there's still words and therefore it's still not the idea itself in other words as soon as a person thinks about what his what he what is uh the idea that popped into that popped into his head he doesn't have the full idea it's only the amount that he can take in what came into his head uh and Chachma itself is still certainly greater, far greater than thought. So when Mashiach comes, there'll be the splitting of this river. In other words, we will we'll no longer need thought uh, as a uh, medium through which we can take in Chachma. We'll be able to have Chachma by itself. And this is why it says about Aden that it's a level that no eye has seen. And it. And uh, that's because it's uh, beyond, we can only understand Chachma through, we can only take in Chachma through our thought. So taking Chachma itself, that's beyond us right now. Now, from the psukim, from the verses, it implies that there's a few separate levels. There's Aden, it says a river comes out of Aden, and that river feeds the garden. So that means there's Aden, the river, and the garden. And... The garden only receives from Aden through the river. So, Garnaden receives from Aden through the river. Uh, and the the river, which is uh, thought, it has uh, letters, like we said, and therefore conceals. Uh, but that's only until Mashiach comes. Once Mashiach comes, we'll, uh, then uh, that will be split and Hashem will show us wonders, which is we'll be able to see the idea, not just think about the idea in words. This also also explains how the Rizal once had a dream, which explained the deeper meaning of the, the parasha of, of Bolloch and Bilam, and he said that even in many years, even 80 years, he wouldn't be able to explain it to students. How can that be? How can he see just in one dream, in one hour, see something that he couldn't explain to even 80 years? Even though thought is quicker than speech, but still maybe in 15 minutes of thinking, you might need two hours to say what you've thought, but you wouldn't need 80 years. The explanation is that he, in his dream, he saw the ideas and therefore to, to say everything that he saw in one second, you can see so many details. So then it will take 80 years. Or more, because of this advantage of, thought, of uh, seeing, that's why Moshe said, "Please let me see the land, let me see Eretz Yisrael." And he wanted to uh, give gift the Jewish people also with this level of seeing, not just hearing and understanding in words. But he wasn't successful in that, and therefore he said, is Yisrael, now Israel, Shema, listen, because he could only get them to a level of listening, not to a level of seeing." When Mashiach comes, we'll get to the level of seeing, and that uh, links with the fact that Mashiach is about Pnei the inner part of Torah, which is in general beyond left brain, beyond hearing. It's 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 uh, seeing. Okay, Gimel. So now we can explain why the river with will be split with Mashiach's arrival into seven, because the seven represents the three. Ava uh, is the patriarchs and the foi most of the matriarchs. So 12 is connected to the world of Bria, whereas, uh, and that's the that the the, the, Shvotin, the tribes are only uh, from the world of Bria, whereas the Ava is our patriarchs, they're more one with Hashem and they come from the world of, their souls come straight from the world of Atselus. Now, we explained before that there's a source for this 12 and the source for the Shvatim in Atyllus as well. So just like the, the tribes have a source beyond them, so too Atyllus and the, the, the souls of the Aves, the forefathers that are in Atyllus, have a, have a source above Attilos, which is from uh, its sources in uh, Keser. Now, we say in early Kain and every morning, the, the beginning of our prayers, we say that Nishamash and Nassata be the soul that you've, you've given to me. Hari, it's pure. And then we go on, that you created it, you formed it, and you blew it into me. So, Brayrosa, and is the world of Priyatirasiya, whereas Hari it is pure, that is the world of Atsilos. So, Atsilos is beyond the other three worlds, and in order to connect them, uh, that's, that's through the splitting of the sea. Over the page, the uh, uh, and then uh, the uh, the source of the Aves, we said, is in Keser, which is uh, the meaning of the pasuk that the anay, that our forefathers originally were from the other side of the river, meaning beyond the river, beyond and beyond uh, the sphere of altogether. Now. Once Mashiach comes, and there'll be the splitting of the river, so then uh, the, our Oves and in most, our patriarchs and matriarchs, will elevate as well beyond Atzillus to Avonar, to beyond the river. And that is the Midas within Atik, <coughs> which Atik is the inner part of Keser, the, which the metaphor for that is pleasure. When a person has deep pleasure, then it just takes them in. They're, they're just totally involved in that and it touches them in, in the deepest way. Now, this links with the Pneumisatara, the inner part of Tara, whereas the Nigla, the revealed part of Tara, is more intellectual in this. It's, it's, it's more uh, sort of what we can hear and understand. So in order to connect to Pnei Torah, the inner part of Torah, that's building living of the river. Now, interestingly, the Ramaz explains that uh, Pshat Remez Drush, the Torah has four parts. We know Pshat Remez Drush inside. So Pshat, pshat Remez Drush, the simple Pshat, the hints in the Torah and Drush, how we expound on it as Halacha, and, and both, both Halacha and Agadic Medrash, they connect to the worlds of Biyah, Briyah, Tserasiyah, whereas Said, the Ka- Kabbalah and the inner parts of Torah, that connects to the world of Atsilus. And, and so the is Ezdrush parts of Torah, they rectify the lower worlds of Biyah. That although Biyah naturally is separate from Hashem, there should no longer be the separation. And that's actually PARADE, is, is an acronym, Rashi Tevis for Shahrim and it, it stops the period, the separation. And so that the low worlds will be one with Hashem and nullified Hashem, just like Atsilus. And this will be finally achieved with Mashiach through all our mitzvahs throughout the entire history. And uh, this is also the Gan, the Garden that comes out of Aden. The Gan is a the numerical value of 53, which is the 53 parashas of the Torah. And from there, you parade, we will fix up the separation in this world through Torah and especially through Pshat Ramezdrush, which is parade. Uh, and, and, that, and that also links to the pasuk, which is quoted then the end of Afosisiv. So again, we have Briya Yitzira, and Asiya the three lower worlds, but the rectific- rectification of Atzillus, that's connected to Side. And what does it mean, the rectification of Atzillus, to introduce a light which is beyond worlds altogether from Atik? And uh, so when the rivers uh, split with Mashiach, so then uh, we will reach beyond the river, which is Kesar, and that fixes up at Silas. Now, Terra in general is connected to water, and therefore Moshe is pulled out of the water. Moshe is the source of Terra, especially the revealed part of Terra. Whereas uh, the inner part of Torah is connected to Ruach. And therefore it says about Mashiach, that 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 there was that at the beginning of creation, there was already a spirit of Hashem hovering above the water. That spirit of Hashem, it, it, it says, Medr says that this is the spirit of Mashiach. And at the time of Mashiach will be the revelation of the inner part of Torah, which is beyond the water, which is the revealed part of Torah. And that's also why it says about the splitting of the river when Moshiach comes, that it will be am uh, rocho with Hashem's strong, um, the strength of his wind, or ruach, spirit, um, and that's also beyond the the water, which is being split when Moshiach comes. And that's also why teshuva, uh, repentance, returns to Hashem, is connected to ruach. It says, the spirit returns to Hashem, uh, which is also because... Uh, both uh, the inner part of Torah and Mashiach and Teshuvah repentance are all beyond the regular order, beyond mitzvahs and beyond the revealed part of Torah and beyond uh, the regular world. Okay, Dalit. So now... So the splitting of the rivers in, into seven with Mashiach is linked to the revelation of Krimis HaTorah, the inner part of Torah that will be then... Um, and this is because the splitting of the rivers is, is uh connected to uh Rachmanus, um mercy, which is the mid of Yaakov, and uh all worlds, even the highest worlds, are uh, we can like have mercy on it in the sense that because they're somewhat separate from Hashem. Um certainly with the Shvatim. Uh, which the shamas go down into the world of Biyar, which uh, have this feel of being s- separate from Hashem. So certainly there's Rahmanus, there's mer- mercy that would be in order there. And, oh, look at this neshama! it had to go separate from Hashem. Uh, and uh, therefore, with Kriyasi Yamsuf, where it's split into the 12 um, channels for the 12 tribes, and then we can. There certainly, it's in order to feel Rachmanus uh, mercy for the shvatim that went down into the low worlds of bria, et etc. And even uh, in the, in bria there's a the, there's a, a concealment of godliness. And certainly, when the soul comes down into a body in the physical world, then there's even more concealment of godliness. But when Mashiach comes, then the worlds of Biyah will be just as conducive for godliness and oneness with Hashem as uh, Atzillus, because then Hashem's presence will be revealed in the lower world. So then the mercy won't be for the fact that it's in the lower worlds, but the uh, mercy will be even for the Avos themselves, our forefathers themselves, that then Hashem has come from the highest world of Atzillus. But even the word of Atzillus, it's it's still a descent compared to Hashem. And therefore, mercy is still in order. So through uh, our mercy on the the fact that our neshama that descends into biyah, which is most of the neshamas except for great tzaddikim, so then Hashem responds with rachmanes, uh on even the, the, the greatest tzaddikim, even the Avos, our forefathers, and out of this mercy, that's why Hashem made it that our talmidim can bring down godliness from beyond what the world normally uh, takes in naturally. Uh, and uh, this uh, this uh, mercy is what allows when when Mashiach comes the uh, revel- the um, revelation of Hashem from beyond his altogether, from beyond the chain of worlds altogether and and uh, the the inner part of the Torah, which also has its source uh, in Hashem himself. So now uh, now I can understand uh, why uh, some say that the, das, the tree of knowledge was actually wheat. Now, wheat is often used as a metaphor for Torah. The word chita is the numeric value of 22, which are the 22 letters of Hebrew, the 22 letters of the Torah. So why should this, the, this be uh, the tree of knowledge, which seemingly was a prob- problematic tree, be the wheat if wheat represents Torah? Its explanation is that Teresh the written Torah, is is the tree of life. Teresh Pair is linked with the tree of knowledge, not that it itself is the tree of knowledge. Teresh the oral Torah, is pure, purely holy. But on, still, the oral terror, descends into the world to refine the tree of knowledge. In other words, to refine the physical world. Now, in the um, Techecha, in Kolos, uh, in Parashas uh, Vuchakosai, it says that, uh, when I break for you the staff of bread, so you'll try to bake bread and there won't be enough. But this pasuk also hints on something else. So Mati Lechem hints on the uh, written Torah, which is called bread. Like we said before, that Torah is called wheat. So written Torah is called bread. And when I break the bread, this refers to the breaking of the uh, first uh, luchas. And when the luchas, when the tablets of Moshe brought down from the mountain, uh, he, he had to break them. Uh, so then uh, the, the Torah was then expanded more into the physical world in order, in order to be able to refine the world. So with the breaking of the Luchos then uh, brought Torah down into the world. Wow. And uh, Adam, before the sin, he was totally beyond refining, and he was just involved in pure holiness. And uh, he would like he was at the level of Mashiach and, and, and even beyond and, and also beyond Moshe and living in Gan And uh, like we explained that with Mashiach, instead of working on uh, the words, which is only hearing Torah, Eden itself is Chochmah's seeing Torah, and that's where Adam was before eating from the the, the, the Tree of Knowledge. Whereas afterwards, once we uh, he ate, he and Chava ate from the tree of knowledge. Now our job is to refine the world, and the Torah the oral Torah in particular, which tells us how to deal with things of the world, that helps us refine the world. This is why on Shavuos there was a, a carbon of the shtei lechem, the two loaves of bread, and they would wave it around together with the two uh, sheep of Shavuos. The two loaves of bread referred to Torah Shavah Per the written and the oral Torah, and the sheep is the represents uh Rachmanus, the um, the quality of uh, mercy of Yaakov. and like we said, that having mercy on our souls and how it's, uh, they're separate from Hashem, that uh, then uh, elicits this uh, um, revelation of uh, that of Hashem, which is brought down through the Torah, and. Uh, it says in a passage that I'll carry you on the wings of, of eagles and bring and I will bring you to me. Now the wings of eagles in is uh, refers to Rachmanus. The Torah talks about the the mercy that the uh necher, which is normally translated as eagle, has towards its children. And but the idea is that through mercy, through having mercy on on the Nishamas, uh, that they have to descend away from Hashem, that brings us close to Hashem. Now. Waving of the bread on Shavuos is about bringing the Torah back to its source. So we go, we sort of, so to speak, descend to refine the world, but then it, the, the wavings of the of the bread is bringing it back to its source in Hashem. And that's also why we find links between mercy and Torah uh, that uh, both, uh, there's 13 uh 13 attributes of mercy. And then there's also yudgimu When there's 13 uh, ways to deduce new halacha from the Torah. Okay, hey. So now, the the pasuk that talks about the splitting of the rivers with Mashiach uh, begin, uh, first says, Hashem es uh, lashin ya that Hashem will uh, dry up the the uh, Sea of Egypt. Now like we were talking before about how there's a river coming out of Aden and then it's split into four rivers. The first of those four rivers is Pishon, which is the river of Egypt. And uh, that's why uh, it, Egypt is praised. It says, that it's it's such a luscious uh, land, like the garden of Hashem, like the land of Egypt, because the first river from Ghanedin goes to Egypt. and uh, Pisha, I mean, it, it says in uh, in Zayar, is the most special of the four rivers over to over onto Yerches, and that's why the the Torah talks about the special quality of the wisdom of Egypt, and uh, it says that Shlomo had even more wisdom than the wisdom of uh, Egypt, and, and that's because of this first river from Gan going to Egypt. Now. In Eirei Er, it says that the four rivers represent Chachma, Bino, Midas, and Malchus. So the first river, Chachma, which is one of Egypt, uh, is connected to wisdom. But although it's at such high level, but still, these rivers are all separating. So separating means that they're separating away from the uh, just pure oneness of Hashem and allowing for worlds which have a separate existence Not really, really, it's all one Hashem, but they feel like they have a separate existence from Hashem. And uh, that's actually hinted in the word Mitzrayim, which means Egypt. Mitzrayim also comes from the word Mitzrayim, limitations. Uh, And uh, everything physical or even spiritual, as long as it's away from one Hashem, so it has limitations, Even about angels and even about the uh, the, mer- the uh, parts of the Merkova, the animals in the Merkova, it says the uh produce, their wings were separate. Now, the idea of wings being separate means that there's still some level of separation and it's not just purely one Hashem. On the other hand, once Mashiach comes and Hashem's pre- presence will be revealed and manifest to all, so then we'll realise how uh, everything is Hashem, and uh, just as with Hashem, speech is not really something separate. It's really one with Him. Uh, so, so, too, uh, so, so that's how we'll, we'll, everyone will feel uh, with Hashem, that all creation is really one with Hashem. And therefore, it says that then we will see that the mouth of Hashem uh, is speaking. In other words, that this speech, which normally represents separation and going away from the inner mind and heart, then we'll realize that everything that looked like it was becoming independent, it's really one with Hashem. And therefore, even this physical world will be in a state of oneness with Hashem that's the meaning of the hechrim that when Mashiach comes, the Sea of Egypt will dry out, that we'll no longer have this uh, uh, separation, even if it's in a holy way, uh, like the first uh, of the four rivers, which goes into Egypt and represents Chachmah, But but even Chachmah it's still has some sort of quality for itself besides just being one with Hashem. So we'll no longer have that and we'll no longer have these uh, uh, rivers, but we'll be able to just connect Hashem from Eden itself, which is uh, just seeing Hashem. And then uh, another insight is that the the seven rivers uh, can represent the seven um, Midas, uh, there's this the emotional attributes, and then malchus, which is speech, and uh, at that, then when Mashiach comes, so pure godliness will be brought down into the seven meters, uh that uh, they'll just also just be a vehicle for pure godliness without any degree of separation. And uh, that's also the meaning of the pasuk it says Hashem um, that the whole earth will be full of knowledge of Hashem as water uh, fills the sea. So there won't be even earth will be one with Hashem without any se- separation. So in short, we've learned a whole maimer, the maimer v'hein ifyade, and we're explaining that uh, that we had splitting of the sea before receiving the Torah, and that's uh, getting beyond malchus uh, and and uh, then, in order to have Mashiach, we will have the the revelation of Pnimisatara, the inner part of Torah, which is oneness with Hashem and seeing Hashem. And that comes through the uh, splitting of the seven rivers, the river representing Binah. We'll get even beyond uh, Binah to Aviyanur to beyond the river, which is beyond uh, Hishalshlus, beyond the chain of worlds altogether. And uh, uh, unlike with the, the splitting of the sea that's split into 12, that's because that's the world of Bria. But here we're going to have the split into seven, which is in the world of Atsilos, uh, representing the Aves and Imais, or representing, uh, in the end of the moment ads, representing the seven Midas in Atsilos, that even they will be uh, uh, just permeated with what pure oneness of Hashem without any separate uh, identity or quality.